You're listening to the Detox and Chill podcast with Megan Dillon and Beck Benyon. We're two millennial women in the corporate world juggling wellness and a fast-paced lifestyle. On this podcast, we're breaking down wellness into digestible episodes that fit into your weekly routine. We're on this journey with you, learning from wellness and lifestyle experts in their fields. From our lighthearted banter, what's the appropriate amount of time to go between shaving our legs? To getting deep about everyday struggles like hormones, societal norms, and gut health, we're your podcast besties. Disclaimer, no late night text needed to detox and chill. Welcome back to the podcast for this week. So we're doing it a little different. I don't know if you can tell from the audio. I'm sure it's probably fine, but we're Skyping this week because (laughs) that's just the way this week went. It was crazy and busy and Mm -hmm. nuts. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know us, we'll never sugarcoat like our lives and this week was just insane. So this is what we're doing on a Sunday night. We're Skyping each other. We live literally five minutes away from one another, but we just can't at this point. No, um, you know, I'm like on the couch for the remainder of the night. <laughs> same. I am like bundled up in a blanket on my couch. We're going to watch Game of Thrones later and we are just set for the night. Yeah, um, I'm sitting next to Dan and he's running the Boston Marathon. To sh- so shout out yes. to him because by the time this episode is out, he'll be done. But he is eating the biggest bowl of pasta I've oh, ever seen. <laughs> That's amazing. Like I, I yeah. want to run a marathon just so I can do that. Like just I so I can just eat all of the carbs the night before. I feel like it's worth it just for that. Right. <laughs> amazing and you have Dan has already picked out his like meal for after right yeah so we're gonna go to Jose's I believe um which is um I feel like both of ours I mean I so this is controversial I don't love restaurant (laughs) Mexican because I onions are tough for me so I feel like it's tough to find a place where like I can order stuff without onions but I will say Jose's is really really good it's so good yeah we just had the con- yeah. this conversation with our husbands the other day and <laughs> John likes it but thinks it's like overpriced and Dan also loves it as much as I do and so we're kind of like talking it over but I'm excited that that's his meal that he chose yes yeah. so it'll be all worth it um for that so I feel like we're gonna go to bed super early tonight too so Point being, there's a lot of reasons why we're Skyping right now. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Back to the main point. And speaking, like just being busy, I think one of the things that has helped a ton is like having my supplements all in one place and like ready to go for me that I don't have to think about it. So you guys know we had Susie from Bento on a couple of weeks ago and she introduced us to her company which is called Bento and their um, supplement packs that come in a bag and they are daily packets of all of the supplements that you need they're explained they're customized to you through like this online quiz thing it takes like five minutes um, so I've been using those and it has made life so much easier like I don't have to put together Pill, like the pill packs it's great for traveling um, and I feel like we have some travel coming up like as far as the podcast goes so it's going to be so helpful for that yeah and like I was just telling you this earlier but I I haven't been taking my supplements that I know I should be because which sounds dumb but like when things get crazy the thought of like packing my pill case as another thing on my to-do list yeah and I just haven't been doing it so I um I definitely am going to look and do the quiz and see like what um you know like what packs they recommend for me because I just think that it's like so convenient and it sounds Mm -hmm. like one less thing to worry about Yeah. And the nice thing, too, is that you can, like, message your nurse online and be like, hey, I'm having trouble with acne or I'm having, like, really dry skin. And they'll, like, suggest something else to add to it. Um, And then it's all just, like, it's just, like, one price, too. It's not, like, the more you add, the more it costs. So it's very helpful. So cool. Yeah. I know. I'm Um, typing it in right now. I'm going to do this after. 
Yes. And we have a discount code too. It's detox20 if you guys want to use it. So you can get 20% off your first month. Yes. I'm actually going to use that. <laughs> I'm not yeah. even kidding. No, it's I'm going to do that. It's so good. Um, so but good. today's guest, Emily, is um, she has a full-time job like us. She works in the corporate world, but also has a passion for um, her intuitive side. She's a Reiki master and a tarot card reader, um, and she reads our cards on the podcast, and literally, you can tell, like, we are mind blown. Like, I am still yeah. thinking about it, and, like, it just it validated so many conversations that we had had before the podcast. Um, yeah, and I think it kind of gives us a good direction of where we want to go, which was so helpful. Yeah, and like I don't, I mean, I totally subscribe to all of this kind of stuff, and if you don't, mm-hmm. that's fine. But I think just having more of these experiences just like completely validates that, like the universe is looking out for you. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, like there's something bigger out there and there's a greater plan and there's just something really reassuring about that. Right. Exactly. And we talk about kind of the energy that you're putting into the world is what you're going to get back. And it truly is a, I think a sign of how, how much we can trust our intuition as human beings. Um, And I think kind of, The fact that we have grown up in a society that has kind of been pushed away from our own intuition. Um, And now I think Mm. there's a trend to getting back to it. And we hope that um, you guys can kind of see that. If you already believe in this stuff, great. If you're kind of skeptical, um, maybe this will push you in a different direction. But either way, um, I think there's a lot to get out of this podcast. I think the messages that Emily shares is just one of positivity and light just like her Instagram handle is the light for all um Mm -hmm. they're just there's a piece that I think everyone can relate to so I think you know this episode has something for everyone and I totally want to hear about if you've had any any experience with a tarot reading um Reiki any of that in our Facebook group um which we would love for you to join if you search super exclusive detox and chill um, group on Facebook. We'll let you write in. Um, and yeah, follow us on Instagram at detox and chill, shoot us an email, um, all of the things we love to hear from you and we love to get to know you a little bit better. Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll talk to you soon. Hi everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we have the amazing Emily S's on. Um, she is a girl boss like us. She has a corporate job um, that she's a total boss at, but she's also one of our favorite things. She's an intuitive, a Reiki master, and a tarot card reader. Um, and she runs the Instagram, The Light for All. Um, it's also a website. And my friend Ariana introduced me to Emily, and I have been absolutely obsessed ever since. Every time you um, post the affirmations on your Instagram, I'm like, yes, repost. Here we go into my <laughs> stories. Um, so, welcome, Emily. Oh my gosh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We would just love to start with how you ended up here. I know for you, it wasn't really a straight path. Like I know Beck and I can both empathize with. So can you share your story with our listeners? Yeah, totally. Um, Yeah. So I think some people, especially when we like look online and you hear about people um, who grew their tarot practice or grew their intuitive practice, you'll hear like my grandma was a psychic and she passed down crystals to me and I learned at a young age. And then you already start like feeling behind. Like, how do I tap in? Like these other people, it's part of their family lineage. And I don't think that um, like then you're like, oh my gosh, how do I, you know? Uh, But I think for me, it was different. Um, I grew up in a really, really small town, um, more cows than people, no stoplights. Um, and I think like when we, yeah, like really small town, um, there's a lot of churches, but I wouldn't even consider it like a really religious place. Um, it's more of like just based on community values, you know, uh, like down home, um, hardworking, you know, country people. Um, and that, that's what we, you know, like we grew up on farms. We didn't really have time to kind of like, I guess, devote to religion because on Sunday you still had to like feed the cows and you still 
still had to get things done. Um, And so people kind of had their own spirituality and their own values. And I think it almost helped me in some way that I'm not kind of clouded by beliefs that, you know, someone put in my head a long time ago. Um, But I think I've always, you know, believed in a higher power. Um, Even when I was really, really young, I used to say like, I didn't believe in luck um, or I didn't believe in chance. And I have absolutely no reason why I would say that. Um, I guess I just... (laughs) knew I intuitively knew as like a four-year-old um, but, you're like there's no yeah. such thing as luck <laughs> yeah like I did when I was little I would like always say that like there's no such thing as luck um, and then I would like good things would happen and um, then I almost even felt wrong about being like oh shit like did I earn this or like yeah, is luck real like mm-hmm. you know and then it was like this question um, but I think now I'm back around of like, I don't think there's such thing as luck. But, um, anyways, uh, in college, one of my girlfriends bought a tarot deck, um, with the tiny, you know, the classic, classic tarot, uh, tarot deck, the writer weight that you would see. Um, I think when you think of tarot cards mm-hmm. and I was the one that like immediately started reading people's cards and I would like pack them around to different dorm rooms and like, it was almost like a party trick. Like I had the little book with me, um, <laughs> but people would kind of like, I would try to find the most you know the most skeptical person and I would make them pull cards and we would you know do the full reading um and I got super into it in college and then you know life happened I got a full-time job as soon as I graduated in finance um I started working you know like 10 hour days and I was just exhausted Mm -hmm. um my social life you know went away like everything just like kind of devoted to work um and then luckily I got um a new job where I am now about five years ago and it, it gave me more free time, more social life, things like that, more experiences. But um, really what kind of kicked it off the second time is I had a girlfriend who was going through some shit and um, she kind of wasn't really handling it. Like she, you know, therapists weren't working, talking to, she didn't really want to talk about it. Um, she, she was just having issues and I had heard of Reiki, but I didn't really feel like I needed to go like I didn't you know like I couldn't figure out what it was you know like what would I go like I'd go and be like I just want this um and I felt like that wasn't like a a reason enough and so I told her like if you go I'll go with you um and that was enough for her to go she went you know she liked it I went and I loved it um (laughs) And I wanted to do it. Like, I just knew I wanted to be the person that was helping somebody else. Like, I wanted to receive the messages for somebody else. Like, I wanted to, you know, give that information um, and help them explain what I was seeing. And so immediately I started my Reiki um, training. I I became a Reiki master, I think, um, uh, angelic Reiki master. So there's different forms of Reiki. I only Mm -hmm. do angelic Reiki. Um, Uh, I think like over two years ago, um, 2017. Yeah. So, um, over two years ago, uh, I completed it. And ever since then last year I started light for all, um, and really just doing whatever I can to, to spread more light and love in the world. Wow. That's amazing. And the fact that you've been able to grow it so much is amazing. I mean, I, you have, tons of followers and I'm sure it's because of the content that you're providing because it is so valuable I've already seen that in the last you know couple months that I've been following you um I'd love to know more about because I didn't realize that there were more than one form of Reiki so can you kind of go into what angel Reiki is one of the other forms yeah. So, um, I don't have a ton of context on the other forms of Reiki. A lot of, I mean, basically the, the, the main kind of premise of Reiki is we are energetic beings. Like we are energetic bodies. We have, um, multiple kind of energetic wheels within us or our aura, um, called chakras. And you probably heard, maybe have heard of like the seven kind of main chakras. Mm-hmm. Apparently there's kind of like an infinite number. Um, I'm not like a chakra expert or anything. Mm-hmm. And I kind of focus on the, the seven that are kind of contained within our body are major ones. Um, and really it's the idea of like, we carry around things within these chakras, like traumas from when we were little or, um, issues with our spouse or our partner that we had that morning or like stories we tell ourselves of like, I'm not good enough at work or, um, I'll never be able to like reach that level. Like we carry these thoughts around with us, like, because thoughts, or thoughts or energy. Um, they don't just go away. Like they, they, they are somewhere, right? As soon as we think them, um, they've gone somewhere, at least I believe. Um, and sometimes it's like held in our chakras. And I think Reiki, the process of Reiki, whether you use, I think Usu, it's more of like, um, 
hopefully there's no um, Reiki experts getting really, really upset <laughs> with me right now um, as I talk about the different other difference. But I think like the one of the main um, uh, what it, modalities of Reiki is Usu Reiki. And that's like where you draw kind of sigils or symbols and you're like send the energy of those symbols into the mm. chakra to kind of like release those bad energies or release the things you don't need and then fill it up with the right things. Um, but really with angelic Reiki, uh, you, you turn yourself or you, um, you, Oh, I'm forgetting the word. I'll, it'll come to me. You, become a channel, um, for healing Mm. energy. And you, you call the angels and guides of yourself, of the person you're healing to basically work through you. So, um, you open up your kind of your chakras, your energy body, and you focus all your energy into kind of sending white light through you and into them. Um, and in that process, a lot of times, um, I've kind of created my own process. A lot of Reiki healers have their own process. Some people are really open about it. Um, they kind of just focus and things come to them. Um, for me, I kind of have like a, like I first send the light into the person after really, really, really focusing on them for a long time. And sometimes I'll immediately kind of like see their guides or I'll see kind of images of them, um, situations that they're in or situations they're going to be in, or maybe like some symbolic situations, um, like someone on the top of a hill looking to the left and they see this or looking to the right, they see this. That's kind of like a common, I think, visual I get, um, representing like people's different choices and situations, um, which is really interesting though. Like I get images, but I don't always know what they mean. Um, Mm. and so I just relay and almost always the person who receives it is like, oh, this is what this situation means. Um, so it's really like, it has to be a conversation kind of, I mean, it totally can be done via distance, but it kind of has to, like, I have to kind of, um, puke out like everything that I'd like seen in these like 30 minutes that I'd been focusing on them. And they kind of come back with me uh, with like, this is how this makes sense to me. Or like, um, this is how this, this is, um, relevant or guides me in some way. Um, and usually they kind of get all their questions answered. But after I see those visions, um, then I look at each chakra. So like I imagine all seven chakras and kind of try to see like, what is the health of them? Um, and sometimes I see like, you know, healthy fruit. And that's kind of a good sign that something's growing. It's robust, you know, or I'll see something like really hard, like a bowling ball. And it means like, maybe it's like, um, they're not willing to change in that area or they, they need to like break up their thinking, um, in regards to that. And so we get a lot of guidance, I think in the healing. And then usually after we see like an animal or a color, um, and then, which is really nice because there is so much information online about all of these things. And so people can take that and go and kind of research it themselves and see what aligns to them. I am so curious about like everything you just said, but I have to. <laughs> so There's a curious. lot, right? It's crazy. I sound a little crazy. <laughs> no, I we're both like so open to this kind of thing, and I'm just really curious. So, like, when you were younger, like, did you feel intuitive in any way growing up, or do you feel that like learning the practice of Reiki and you know? Um, tarot and all of these things has like really opened you up in this way? I would have to say both. Um, Because I really, truly, truly believe everyone is psychic. Everyone has these abilities um, that we can work on and we can open up. Do I think we're all the same kind of psychic? No. Like I think like it's just the same as as everything. Um, Like you might be able to hear things um, and you know that, you know, like that is guidance from your intuition. Um, Some people can feel like literally feel it in their gut or like smell things like they can actually like smell memories. Um, And so I do think we all have these different abilities and we can access them differently. Uh, I think that as a child, I was super, super kind of creative. Uh, and my parents really just like allowed me to, um, you know, every, like I would, I was the kid that would like, um, come home and like have a character. Like I would, <laughs> 
pretend to be a character when I got home from school or um, and like I still like embarrassingly still do that because I think it's just like so fun. <laughs> like um, if I'm like, you know, doing the dishes, like sometimes I'll, you know, like use a different voice. Um, be- <laughs> but like I have and I can't really explain it. But I do think that um, if you've read the book, Big Magic, have you? Um, it's yep. by... Yes, big magic. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. But a lot of that is that, you know, ideas are floating around. And if we're not willing to bring them out into the world, if we're too scared about what other people think about us, or um, if that idea is shitty or not good enough, then the ideas are going to stop coming to us. And I think that really also high, like I've never really been afraid of, of being a fool or looking dumb mm-hmm. or trying something and not working. And I think that a part of that was my parents, like just allowing me to be creative and silly and ridiculous when I was little. Um, and then that also trans- translates over to this because you do have to be like, you have to, you know, be willing to say like, I don't believe in what you believe. Mm-hmm. And I think that I have knowledge that like you don't have and you can't have. And I'm willing to like put my neck out there and like risk my credibility, credibility and risk sounding like a, a complete psychopath, um, <laughs> telling that I have vision, like, you know, like, the, but I truly believe in it. And mm-hmm. I think the more I lean into it, the more I believe, the more I allow myself to be like really creative. I think it's all connected. Like, um, the more I get, like the more I, and, and not just in this business, but I think my work, my full-time work was paying the bills, um, is, is, is flourishing Mm -hmm. because I'm allowing myself to be creative in every area of my life. Right. That's awesome. I love that. And, and I think, that's a big way that you can tell the difference between people, you know, because I feel like in this day of like wellness, you know, everyone and their moms are like becoming like, you know, healers and coaches and, coaches. you know, all, yeah. yeah, it's like mm-hmm. so it's getting a little bit saturated, but you can totally tell the people who are really passionate about it, really believe what they're doing. And you can tell the people that are just doing it to make a quick buck, you know? Um, and so, and it's so funny that you mentioned, you know, doing different voices because I totally do that. Like on my way home from work, I'm like, Oh, like speaking in a British accent or I'm like, (laughs) or like thinking in like different voices, like kind of like having a conversation with myself. And I thought I was crazy to be honest. So I'm so glad you said that. No, like, I feel like it almost like allows because I think it's like, if we stop it, it like stops that train of thought. Like, you know, like, where was that thought coming from? Like, allow it to come out, like, allow it to come out with the energy it wanted to come out with. Like, um, yeah, I think that there's something there to that dropping into a different vibe. Right. It's so cool. So funny. Um, So I would love to hear more about how you balance everything. So you have this amazing job during the day and then it seems like you're always making videos. You're, you know, meeting with clients. How do you find time for yourself as well? Oh, yeah, that's hard. Um, I think at the beginning, um, I thought I needed to like make a post every single day. Um, and I needed to follow up with people. And I had like these like to do lists, um, kind of like this business to do list. Um, and then I would like beat myself up when I didn't like post every day or like my Instagram grid didn't like look the way I wanted it to look or Mm -hmm. I didn't respond to every comment. Um, and then like it kind of like, I kind of realized, um, that like it, at the end of it, like what, what was it that I wanted? Um, and was like beating myself up for all of these things, like making a difference at all. Like, you know, and I don't think so. Like maybe my posts haven't been, um, shown to as many people if I don't post consistently every day. Um, but I think it took like a lot of acceptance and it took looking at everything as like, is this a failure or is this just a change? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, as I'm like growing this business and I do want it to be something way bigger than it is. And I do want more people to understand how to read tarot or understand the value of Reiki or connect with their intuition. But like, is me beating myself up about not getting affirmations out every Monday going to like really affect my mission on changing how the world sees intuition? Hmm. No. And I think like, 
constantly bringing myself back to like my big, big, big picture is like, yeah, I would love to be a millionaire. Yeah. I would love to be like, um, I call myself, I made up this name for myself. Um, and it's really ridiculous. It's, um, Oprah shark. Like it was a combination of Oprah shark tank, um, (laughs) Sheryl Sandberg, dirty jobs, and um something else and i was like calling myself it's like a five person name and i was like calling myself that um because like at the end of the day that's where i envision my right it's like so ridiculous i but love it's, like, it r- like what well, i wish i remember it was like oprah dirty shark sandberg maybe it was just oprah dirty shark sandberg um because it was like at the end of the day, like, I think my big vision would be to have a TV show where I work with like practical people in practical jobs, just like dirty jobs. And we teach them, me and like other intuitives or other, you know, healers, how they can use intuition in their, like to make their regular jobs better. Like how could Mm. police officers like use meditation? Um, How could uh, like, surgeons use Reiki like how you know like all of these people who who have these jobs that like you would never you know add this kind of magical element or this intuitive element to and we would see how it worked because part of my other job is like I've always or all my other dream my other dream has always been to do a million jobs like Mm. I would love to do everyone's job for a week like I think that that's just would be so interesting um and so I think if I was Oprah Dirty Shark um, <laughs> Sandberg uh, and Shark's Tank because like we would also like be you know like we would be making things better you know by adding into it you know like adding these elements into to these jobs making them better and then Cheryl Sandberg obviously the business ma- mastermind so I think constantly focusing on the end goal and not like how many followers did I get or how many tarot bookings did I get really being like, did I change, you know, in that tarot reading that I gave this week, did I change that person's beliefs about themselves Mm. and about tarot? Yes. Check. Like did 300 people unfollow me this week? Yeah, that did happen. <laughs> that sucks. But like, you know, like, yeah, they really didn't like all my tarot goes, you know, like, but <laughs> just, like the right people will find me, you know, yeah. and I think that constant focusing on the end goal has made it so much easier and not beating myself up for like the day to day. Yeah. And I feel like one thing I feel like we've kind of gone through an evolution is like, obviously, when you're starting something, it's like crazy. You have lists like miles long and it feels really good, I think to me to be in kind of that state of like growing and you're all over it and you're doing, 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 doing. And I feel like what we've, what we've thankfully done is streamlined some of these things that at first were like these huge time sucks, which is awesome. But it's almost like sometimes I think it's hard, especially as type A overachievers (laughs) to, kind of come to grips with the fact that like not having a to-do list a mile long is okay like you can still be successful if that's the case and like I would argue too if something is right and it's flowing and it's working you don't like you shouldn't have these like crazy to-do lists or like crazy immense pressure on yourself to get a million things done I feel like it flows a little bit easier when it's something that's right for you um Right. So I love that. Totally, totally agree. Um, and I also want to touch on what you said about, you know, bringing more intuitive practices to more conventional jobs and almost just take a step back because I feel like I have had times where I've intuitively gotten gut feelings and, you know, understood certain things without someone telling me, but for anyone listening, can we kind of dive into like how to tap into your intuition, what that even means, like what are some steps you could start to do um, and just kind of explain it a little bit. Totally. Um, So this is the most, I feel like the most annoying thing that everyone always did is like meditate, Mm -hmm. meditate, meditate. (laughs) Like the answer is meditation. Sit still for 10 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, like, yeah, do that. And it's like, 
cool. That sucks for a lot of people. <laughs> it like, does. like, you know, like we want to see results or we want to know that we're doing it right. And like a lot of times meditation, um, like you don't, you don't know, like you don't know because there's no one there being like, you did it wrong. Or like, what are like, Oh, you're supposed to think of nothing. And it's like, well, how do I know if I'm thinking of nothing? Right. If I'm thinking of nothing, I'm thinking of like, right. <laughs> and so I personally, that's hard. Like, and I feel like it, it gets people to stop like before they even start. Um, so I think, and like, it really just depends like how willing you are to kind of like try new things. I think that there's a lot of ways. One, um, this is kind of, no, I don't even call it a meditation. You sit in silence and you ask your body to tell you, how do I feel when I feel a yes? Mm. And like you, tr- like, and you, and like, you have to be in the right headspace. Like you might be listening to this podcast and be like, oh my God, I want to try this now. And like, <laughs> it might work. Or you might need to be like right before bed, you're relaxed or first thing in the morning. But like you, you do it every day. Like you ask your body, tell me how it feels to feel yes tell me how it feels to feel no. And like you do that until you can start to feel something. And like, I swear, like a lot of people will feel something right at the beginning. Like I personally don't feel no as much as I feel yes. Like I can feel like kind of a pressure on the left side of my face when I feel yes. And like a tickle on the right side of my nose when I feel no. And that took a while to kind of like get into it. But now it's almost like, I can kind of be sitting at my desk and be like, oh, should I ping? Like, should I message this person about X, Y, and Z? And sometimes I'll start to feel it in my face. Mm. Like I can feel my intuition like guiding me. And I think that that's like one way. And it it, like for some people, they're like, that would never happen. But if you're in the right headspace and you're open to it and you want it, it will come through to you. Like your intuition wants to come out. Your intuition wants to be in charge your ego is just there like "Uh, I don't know it's scary out there like you know are you you know like maybe you don't know the right thing um I think the other thing um is a pendulum um some people Mm -hmm. like pendulums I love a pendulum um it was one of the first things I started using when I started using uh, or um, doing Reiki Mm -hmm. and essentially you could use a necklace if you wanted um but it's a it's basically a crystal at the end of a chain or like a heavy kind of metal at the or something heavy at the end of a string um and just like a kind of I'm sure most of us have heard of a pendulum, a Mm -hmm. science pendulum or something. Um, But you kind of do the same thing. You hold it as steady as possible and you ask, like, can you show me yes? Can you show me no? Mm -hmm. Um, And then you go through the process of, like, uh, um, do I do I have a brother or you, you know, like, mm-hmm. did I eat tuna fish sandwich for lunch? Like <laughs> things you know, yes, you know, like yes yep. and no. And you can kind of, you can see it. The whole deal is though, like it works on, on your energy, like your trust, your belief, like our thoughts create our reality. And so I think if you believe that it's bullshit, it's probably not going to work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other thing is like, some people are better with visuals. Like I suggest everyone get a tarot deck and, or if you like, you know, tarot is a lot to, to learn, get a, get an Oracle deck, something that has like words written on it, visuals written on it so that you instantly kind of have that guidance, pull one card a day, um, just so that you have something to kind of go off of, um, every morning or, you know, at the end of each day when you're journaling. Um, I think that there are so many ways to well another one is like really like noticing things that like make your stomach kind of like maybe not flip or like but you you Mm -hmm. get those pinks like was was it a color like were you like really wondering like why did that person's red sweater like really draw my eye today like maybe there is something about the color red that like you need to to think about mm-hmm. like maybe there's something about that color that you really need maybe you're lacking it um sometimes it's an animal like whoa why did that like stork or well i don't know why i said stork <laughs> i have a stork in front of her. um like why did the stork land on my doorstep no um like why did that hawk whoa. like i think a hawk is like a crazy one but like um why did that hawk kind of swoop down right in front mm-hmm. of my car while i was driving like there's so many resources on google um that you could just go on and like google 
energy of the color red, um, a hawk, animal symbolism. But the most important thing always is like, does it resonate to you? Like, what does mm-hmm. it make you feel? And I think that's the same as like when I'm reading cards to people or when I'm I'm giving them Reiki healings and explaining what I saw. It's like what you think and what you like, what really makes you kind of light up or like kind of gives you that feeling that's your intuition like Mm -hmm. you are always right about you and I think the biggest problem is like we're told you know our intuition is wrong or we've made wrong choices listening to our ego um or not completely listening to our intuition and we're like oh I have terrible judgment and it's Mm -hmm. like no you don't you don't like you just haven't you've listened to other people you haven't really listened to you and like what you need right Yeah, I think that's an important point just to because I think we've grown up in an era where we've been told our whole lives, like kind of not to trust yourself and like, you know, find a mentor and they'll help you like get through things, find someone you can Mm -hmm. look up to and like follow their path. Like I like that's the conditioning that we've got. And I, I think it's such an important point to say like. No, like, why are we trusting other people when we have a perfectly good intuition and like gut feeling and a perfectly good head on our shoulders? Like, why go somewhere else? And I think it is good to, you know, like feed from other people's experiences. Like, that's definitely helpful. Um, But you're right. Like, we are so like strong in our own intuition. And I also love that you brought up the pendulum because that was one of the first things that I um got when I was looking into when I was first getting interested in intuition and I absolutely love it I think it's like the best like starter tool almost um and I definitely was skeptical at first it was my mother-in-law who actually like showed me what it was and I was like I don't know about that and but then I was like okay like for like the next 30 minutes like I'm going to put my trust in this like I'm gonna believe this and I did and I did like the similar questions like oh like like am I a girl like (laughs) do I live in Cambridge you know um and it was you know like the yes and then I was like do I have a sister no and it like changed directions and I was like what the hell (laughs) and then I that first direction change you're like like, whoa yeah and then I asked like (laughs) something that had been on my mind for a while and it like totally like swung super fast in the yes direction and I was like holy crap and like from that point onward I was like yep I believe this (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's amazing because I mean energy is I think it, it also just like highlights the the belief like I when I really really leaned into this it's like our thoughts are energy like mm-hmm. whether we like it or not they there there is thought like there is power behind our thoughts so when we get up in the morning and we look in the mirror and we're like damn I'm a badass like <laughs> that is something you know like that like you have put that energy out yes. there but we look in the mirror and you're like Ugh, today's gonna be shit like you've already mm-hmm. written it like That's it is so it is out there like you have to work to change it and so I think that, and again, I, the perspective, as you said, like when we talk, like when we think about our intuition and other people guiding us, like when we do go to mentors or guides, like it's only from their perspective. Mm-hmm. Like we, they don't have, you know, like all of the knowledge that we have about our, our situation. So they can be helpful, but like, that's why at the end of the day, like we cannot give away our power, um, mm-hmm. because everyone has their own situations, their own perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So you told us before we started that you pulled a card for the podcast and then I know we want to get into a a reading. So we're so excited. So we're going to let you kind of guide us through that. Yeah. So, um, I did uh, pretty much before I do any kind of major thing in my life. Um, I pull at least a card or a few cards. I've gotten to the point where I can't pull cards for myself almost every day because I read kind of too into them. And Mm -hmm. I have, um, I think I'm more at the point where I really should be like listening to kind of the voices in my head as, as crazy as that is, instead of like you, like using the cards as a crutch. Like I, I feel like I'm at the point where I should be having conversations with my intuition, my guides, like full out. Um, and I think that's why sometimes the cards don't make sense, but I still pull them, um, for any kind of big thing. And I pulled, um, the card that kind of fell out of the deck was the three 
which literally is three people. Um, and it's a work card and or a lot of times like associated with work. And then what it says is like different, these three different people bring different skills to the table. And there's no way that they could produce this thing that at the time they're working out on an arch yeah like they can't produce this thing without their own like without the three separate skills there's not a skill that another person has that the other person brings to the table um and there's also like not another person that could fulfill those three people they can't take each other's spots no one else can take their spots like they are meant to be there they are meant to like use each other's energy use each other's skills and strengths to better for the whole and not just an individual so so I just like I could not wow. I don't think I could have pulled a better card. I know how amazing. Yeah, that's how in- amazing. That's incredible. And can you repeat what card it was again? The three of pentacles. Three of pentacles. Wow. Well, yeah. and so yeah. the weird thing is, is right before the podcast, we were talking about. Um, so I. OK, take it back a little bit. So <laughs> amazing card for this podcast, like in particular, like the three of us chatting tonight just amazing um but then before the podcast Meg and I were talking about adding a third person to our team which is crazy <laughs> how weird like I got chills oh God, when you started to say that, that. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah that is like such a perfect omen for that crazy. yeah I think so it's so funny because I just did a tarot party um last week and um sometimes like tarot parties are hard because when I do a reading for someone like they're they they are paying their money like they want mm-hmm. it like they're you know there's a reason with a tarot party somebody else paid like a company paid um a, you know a manager paid and they're just kind of coming in for fun um and it's interesting because in those readings like it's kind of like sales or marketing you know when you're working with a customer like the the it's like validate 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 like mm-hmm. you always validate before you can kind of move forward and get the person to kind of do what you want and it's so interesting like so often when I'm giving readings especially to people who are kind of hesitant or for the very first time the first few cards are always just a validation and at first like people are like oh cool that's all I need and some people are like okay you've told me everything I already know like now give me more like now I trust you like you've already validated so I think it's, it's just like so crazy that that card validated so much for me but then also so validated um for you before we even kind of got started yeah. um and so quickly so wow, wow. aligned and divine <laughs> yeah okay so um normally with a tarot reading I um kind of before we start we talk about if if we've ever had one before I know um neither of you have had a tarot reading correct um, I have just one time like a year ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just once. Okay, cool. So pretty new. Um, I like to say that, uh, you know, everything is based on my perspective. Um, I've kind of cleansed and cleared my space. I imagined um, cleansing and clearing your space to make sure that we have kind of the, the most pure intentions. Um, before we get started, I'm going to say kind of a little prayer to protect us. Um, and then also... I mean, I really just like saying like anything that I say that does not resonate, like don't hold on to it. Like don't try to find this thing in your life that aligns. Um, Don't try to, you know, like, oh, is this what is this what it is? Like it either is going to make sense now or it's going to come back around one day and make sense then. Mm -hmm. Um, But you don't have to kind of like figure it all out. Um, Your intuition will kind of handle that. And if it really, really doesn't make sense, like your your intuition is king, like it knows more than mind does um always and um you are right um of course like asking questions helps I think sometimes like I mentioned before like the first few cards validate and then a lot of times I find in readings people are like okay now that you said that this is what it actually means and they'll kind of tell me the exact same thing but like with detail mm-hmm. um and that's usually where we get to the point where we're like okay now we can give advice like I've I've proven to you that like I am aware of this situation, the cards and and the universe have proven that that we're all talking about the same things. Now that we're talking about it, like, you can give me more information, we can kind of um, then ask better questions. I think that that's one of the things when when we talk about um, having a tarot reading is sometimes people don't know the right questions to ask. 
And so, and they don't want to give me information because they like, you know, think if they give me information, I'm cheating and I get that, whatever. <laughs> um, but like, so, you know, like, okay, it's fine, whatever. But I think once I validate, like once I've pulled the mirror and I think that that's so much what it is, is like tarot's a mirror to what's going on. Like I can tell you exactly what's going on in your life um, from a broad picture. I don't know the details because I'm not like, you know, I, I, like a psychic. I wouldn't consider myself like a, a full blown psychic yet. Um, <laughs> but I think that um, once you know that I verified it, then, then we can say, okay, this is a situation. Let's ask really good questions to get really good answers and not like, what do I need to know mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, with that being said, we can start with, you know, um, specific questions. Um, one of the things, or we could start with kind of like a three card spread. What do you need to know about the situation? What do you need to grow in the situation? Like kind of where do you need to put more effort? Where do you need to put more energy and what do you need to let go? And that's kind of maybe something you need to release or not worry about as much or kind of move on from. That's a good general place to start. And then we can kind of take what's given there and sometimes ask um, more detailed questions. Or like I said, we could start with a detailed question. What do you think? Yeah, I think that works great. Okay. So is there um, one thing that does help is if we have like an area um, kind of to talk about. So love, career, we could talk about the podcast. Um, we can talk about work outside of the podcast, family life. Um, but having one area to start is usually best. I think I'd love to focus on career. And then to your point, and you know this, Beck and I both work nine to fives, but then how the podcast fits into that greater plan. Okay. Okay. So let's do, um, should we do one, like a separate Meg, separate Beck, or like a, let's start with like a, a combo detox and, and chill reading. Yeah. yeah. Let's start with the combo and then we can separate out. Okay, I'm going to do just, I'm going to shuffle the cards real quick, and then I'm going to do a really quick um, prayer to protect us. Okay, so shuffling the cards, I'm going to pull three. Okay, what do we have here? Ah, okay. So what do you know about the situation? This is interesting. We have the four of pentacles. Um, So the four of pentacles comes after the three of pentacles in the kind of, well, in the deck. Obviously, it's three, then four. But a lot of times um, when we look about at the tarot and we're learning tarot, um, it tells a story. Like it tells a journey. Um, The three of pentacles, like we talked talked about before it's like other people we're, we're working with other people we're learning skills we're combining our skills the four of pentacles is like this mm, let me protect what's mine there's this idea this like energy this like feeling that you have created something that you have something important and now it's like and and um in the visual of this card i use the writer um wait smith deck um so the traditional um tarot deck if anyone wants to Google what the image of this looks like, but it's a person and they're sitting with um, a pentacle over their head, their heart and their feet. They're protecting what's pretty much most important to them to move, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you don't have your head, you're not getting very far. If you don't have your heart, you're not getting very far. If you don't have your feet again, you're not getting very far. So what this person is saying is like what you have, what you've created is important. Like it is very um, right. Like you have to be very, very smart about what you let in. Yeah. Sometimes like you might be in a situation like, I mean, this comes up a lot of times, sometimes when we're talking about our bodies, like it's the idea of like not wanting someone to like touch our body because like we, we have something here that we're just not ready for other people to see because we've taken care of it. We've done these things or like, we still want to make improvements or changes. What this is saying is like, yes, you have something really, really important here. You have to be 
careful about kind of who you let in, what you let happen to your podcast, um, how to kind of maintain um, the business that you're growing, but then also expand it, right? Because the four of pentacles isn't the end. Like you don't Mm -hmm. want to be like this kind of protective nature forever. You just need to know that what you have now is important to protect. Um, What you need to grow. This is funny. Um, Wow, you're going to be like uh, making all this up. Um, Page of Cups. So the Page of Cups is one of my favorite cards because it's this person who's wearing a ridiculous outfit, (laughs) like kind of a blue dress. They have this like blue hat that like wraps around their body. Um, They're holding a fish in a cup. It's truly, and I sometimes call it the Mark Zuckerberg card because it's almost like same, same, but different. Um, This person doesn't give a frick what anyone thinks about them because they know that like when they are doing what they are supposed to be doing, like when they are leaning into them and like every, like who they are and what they're supposed to do, they're able to create way better things, like way better content, way better yep. um, end <laughs> result, like way better stuff. Like it's the idea of mud, right? Like everything grew in mud at one point. So if we mm-hmm. create an environment of mud, like the the best home for things to grow, imagine what's going to, like imagine the incredible things that are gonna happen. Why I call it the Mark Zuckerberg card, like yeah, Mark Zuckerberg doesn't wear ridiculous outfits, he does the opposite. Like he doesn't give a, like he does not care Mm -hmm. at all what people think he wears. So he doesn't waste a a minute in the morning thinking about it. He puts on like the same outfit every single day because he knows that his energy needs to be spent connecting the world. So what this is saying is like, you need to lean more into what is most important. When we think about like protecting your brand, protecting the podcast, growing the podcast, what is most important? Like what is most important to you? What do you mm-hmm. care most about when you add to like adding to this business at like growing it and really like not caring about this is a card that's like not caring about the frivolous details that like really don't matter. Like, you know, like yeah. Mark Zuckerberg, it, like it really doesn't matter if he wears a gray sh- t-shirt every day. Like, yeah, people talked about it and wrote about it for like, <laughs> you know, the first month, like people actually cared, but like they don't, they re- mm. because he's doing other things with his energy kind of thing. So when you think about that, I think it, it is really, really important to keep in mind as you think of expansion is like, does this, does this idea, does this project, does this person truly aligned to mud like to the Mm -hmm. the environment we want to create here um what you need to let go of this is interesting death so this is the death card which is also one of the best cards in the tarot and i think people freak out about it because (laughs) it's scary right like it's an ending like it um but what it is, is that it's mulch. I think like we should rename it to mulch. Like it is the idea that like when leaves fall in the fall, it's not because the trees are dead. They've just like, they've done their cycle and now the leaves need to fall so that they can create fuel so the tree can can grow those leaves again. Like they, it the tree quite literally creates its own energy each year, right? Like it sloughs off what it doesn't need. And then the universe and the world and nature waters it and like creates this mulch that helps the tree grow. So it is the idea of like when something isn't working, when we've reached a point where like we really need a change, it really is like it's time to let it go. Like it's time to make that move. What happens here, I think when the death comes up in in the um, spot of what we need to let go is like the idea that that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like I think um, recently I pulled this card um, in uh, my daily card polls um, on Instagram and I'm constantly reminded of, um, oh my gosh, now I'm losing my, my, uh, the idea that like in some cultures, death is always celebrated. Mm-hmm. It's like no matter what always celebrate the life you don't really celebrate the death and I think in some cultures we look at death as like oh my god this is the worst thing that could ever happen right like it's an ending we don't look at like what are all the positives that have happened up to this point all of these positives have happened to this point so that we can release this and we can grow so that we can move on so that we can reach that next level but we can't reach that next level until we close this door on this chapter until we feel okay with being like 
things as they are have to end for us to move further, for us to protect what we have, for us to grow with what we have. We have, even if it's painful, even if it's uncomfortable, it's time for us to let these things go so something bigger can move in. Wow. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. It, like, yeah, that just hits home because it's like we just need to let go of the fact that, like, we might not physically be together, but we can grow so much more. Totally. Do you want me to pull another card in, in like, regards to that? particular like the 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 separation location yes (laughs) i mean you can obviously cut it i mean if it yeah let's just do one more in the separation oh actually two one oh my god oh my god (laughs) The, the nine of pentacles and the ten of pentacles came out together so i know that that doesn't mean a ton to you um but it means a shit ton to me. Um, the nine and 10 go one after the other. The nine of 10 is individual self success success. And it's one of the only cards that has kind of besides the Queens, a woman kind of looking. I mean, it's a woman looking around and being like, look at what I have created. Look at the amazing things that I have done. Like I did this. I created this. I am able to do this on my own. The 10 of pentacles is look what we created. Look what we grew. Look at the last (laughs) empire that we have done together. Like I'm getting chills right now. This is amazing. Like it's truly saying, yeah, like it's truly like you are going to be individually successful, but because of like you're going to be successful together, whether you decide to bring in a third person, whether you don't, you know, but like either way, individually, you are still going to be very successful and create more like the Ten of Pentacles is is like not only success now, but it's paving roads for more and greater success. It is a harvest for like a season, but like a heart, you know, it's not the end. It's just a good ending to one season and like onward to the next. So like the fact that two cards came out and the fact that it was the nine and the 10, like in order, absolutely incredible. Like could not have been better. Wow. I feel like my mind's blown. I know. <laughs> like, I don't know if I can handle anymore. <laughs> Let's do more. <laughs> um, wow. That is amazing. And like yeah. totally just. I feel like it's our story. That's it what's is. blowing my mind. It's like literally our story kind of from start to finish. So I like getting an insight to how it ends. It's great. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I think I think that so often it is. It, it has to be like, you know, telling you what you already know. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you have, to, because it is, it's a validation. Like so often we just need to be validated because no one else is feeling what we're feeling. And so knowing that the universe sees us and is like, I, you know, like I want you to succeed. I got you like, and I'm going to help you out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just such a good feeling. Yeah. And I, and we have also been talking about this the past couple of weeks, like, suddenly with success you kind of get this imposter syndrome creeping in it's like should I be here should I be doing this like why are people showing up for me and just hearing Uh, all of this it's like no like we don't need to feel that way no no not at all no (laughs) never nope (laughs) so good so good well do you have any other questions um I don't think so. I'm just like soaking all of this in. Good. Yeah. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. This I like so honestly fun. don't even feel like I need the individual part because so much, so many of my questions were like centered around this and the fact that you talked about the nine and 10 being like individual success and success Mm -hmm. together I feel like that like answers the questions like that I had related to like my personal career as well good good I'm so glad I'm so glad we can um I mean I'm I'm always always interested in pulling cards 
things. Um, and so I think especially, especially when I don't have the context, um, yeah. because I'm not clouded by my own, because I'm a very opinionated person. And so <laughs> I, I, you know, like I'm not clouded by my own judgments. I'm right. not clouded by, you know, like when I don't. And so um, please let me know if you need any other guidance or um, have any other questions because I, oh, I love. Sure will. I feel like we need to make this like a monthly, like appointment, like standing appointment with you just like personally <laughs> and then I would love together <laughs> I would absolutely love that um amazing well I just don't even know what to say um so where can people find you I know our listeners are probably at the edge of their seats like where do we find her oh, um I the best place would always be Instagram um the light for all uh l-i-g-h-t um and uh, my website but I think everything on on my Instagram just feeds to my website. So Perfect. start with Instagram and I'm pretty responsive. Amazing. Well, this like past hour has just been incredible and life changing. And I can't like I'm going to be telling everybody about this. I'm so excited. <laughs> Yay! Oh, my gosh. Good. I'm so glad. I'm well, I'd love I'd love to help. So, um, yeah, anytime I can. Cool. Um, well, thank you again for our listeners out there. As always, you can find us at Detox and Chill Podcasts on Instagram.com. We have a couple of events coming up that we're going to be announcing in the next few weeks. So stay tuned for those. We're still riding um, the cloud nine of um, our Silver Fern event, but we're so excited for what's to come as well. Um, we're going to be in another state soon. So we are pumped about that. Um, so we hope everyone has a great week and we'll see you next time.